Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's truth. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Or no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio again. I'm Brian Moonen. This week I'm going to be talking about God is in control. God is in control. Amen. Governor Hochul, she could say whatever she wants about the vaccine. She can say that God wants us to jab ourselves and go into her little uh, COVIDian cult. That doesn't matter. God is in control, okay? There's people right now dealing with ultimatums. There's people right now being pressured to leave their job. Nurses, faithful EMT workers, anyone in the healthcare field, federal employees, the military. They're being pressured to get jabbed or get out. And they have a tough decision to make. But you know what? God is not surprised. God is not surprised. God is actually in control, and he knows He knows the ending from the beginning. That means at the beginning, he knows what the ending is. He's not surprised. God is not in heaven on his throne saying, oh, look at what Biden did. What will I do now? My poor children, what will I do? No, God is in control, and, and not only is, in, is he in control, God is able to deliver his children. That's what we're going to talk about today. Amen. God is fully able. Let me rephrase. God is fully and completely able to deliver his children. And he always has and he always will. Because God is. There's a period after that. He is. Amen. God said, I am. And Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. And Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega. What is that? That is the beginning and the end. He knows the end before the beginning even starts. God is outside of time. God is in control. Amen. These enemies of God... They can think they're having their heyday right now. They can make their plans, their small, little temporal plans, and they're all going to be judged, amen? They're all going to be 
destroyed when Jesus Christ comes back, and he's coming back very soon. So today, I'm, I'm here, I'm just, I'm trying to go live. I don't know if I'm broadcasting or not. Hello, everybody. God bless you. Praise God. That's right. Amen. Let's take it to the mat, shall we? We're not taking this. We're not taking that. You know what? The devil can do whatever he wants to do on this world that he's allowed to do by God. Because he can only do what he's allowed to do. And you know what? When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were going into that furnace, was God surprised? Or was God in control? Did God know what was going to happen before they did? Yeah, I think he knew what was going to happen before they did. And you know, the fourth man was in the fire with them. The Lord Jesus Christ protected them in the fire. He didn't stop them from going in. He didn't stop and say, oh, you don't have to do go through that. He was in there before they got in there. And he was with them. And he protected and preserved them through the trial by fire. And then they came out and God got the glory. Amen. God is in control. Okay. Is Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Praise God. Ezekiel 34, 11 says, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. So God is still actively helping. He's still holding our hand and he's still with us. And he's also seeking He's seeking and searching out and calling unto those who need to repent and believe the gospel. He's not coming back until the last person is saved. That's why we are preaching the gospel. The gospel, let me move my mic over here a little bit. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is alive right now, he died on the cross for our sins. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. That Jesus Christ, not the fake Jesus Christ that the world is not afraid of, not the fake, long-haired, hippie, weak, effeminate, fake Christ who's going to lead the United Nations and, you know, show up and deceive the world. The Antichrist spirit, not that. I'm talking about the true Jesus Christ, the living God. He's here right now. He's here. He's within us, us who are saved. He is in the world. We're in the world for a season to preach his truth. Because until this last sheep comes home, He's not coming back. So we're going through some things. It's an exciting, exciting time to be alive. And I know there's a lot of people right now who are nervous. It's, it's a common thing. There's, there's a lot of changes happening in the world. The New World Order, the Great Reset, whatever you want to call this Antichrist beast system is being set up before our eyes. And they're just like, yeah, we're setting it up. And, you know, we're just sitting by watching it happen because, you know, waving signs and flags and everything, that's fine, you know, but God is in control. We're not going to stop his purposes. And we have to 
open our eyes and see this is what is prophesied in the Bible. I've been talking about it since I started in, in the ministry. The end times events are unfolding. So we, we have to give thanks to God for that. And these events can be spoken of and used to wake people up. Amen. Isn't it amazing, though, that lost people are coming up to us and saying, hey, um, is this in, isn't this in the Bible? Isn't there something about this? Like they have this feeling that there's something about these shots, the mandatory mark, and it, it's going to fall on us for a testimony, as it says. And uh, as for us taking that to buy and sell and make money, no, God is not having that. God, no, no. God's not having this. We, we're going to go through this, but God is in control. And no matter how it ends up, Romans 8, 28 says, God has purposed all this for good for those who love God. But that does not mean that we don't have to go through the fire. That does not mean we don't go through the fire, okay? God is in there with us. He will get us through it. But that does not mean when it says that Romans 8.28 says that he, meant, he means everything for, his, for good to those who love God. Good doesn't mean Joel Steen, believe in yourself. You got your best life now. and That is not what it means when it says good. What is good but God? God's plan is good. God's getting the glory to Jesus Christ is good. By preaching the gospel through any situation. Somebody gets sick, they have to have faith. Everyone sees, they come to the Lord, that's good. It doesn't mean nobody's ever sick. It doesn't mean nobody ever loses a job. It doesn't mean nobody ever has hunger. It doesn't mean nobody ever stumbles. God is good and he will get the ultimate glory because he knows the ending from the beginning. And he is there for us. We have the peace that surpasses all understanding. We have the wisdom that comes from the fear of the Lord. He's with us. He will sustain us and he will deliver us. Amen. Praise God. So he gets the glory for that. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Okay, now, like I said again, when it says... They work together for good. That doesn't mean, you know, our earthly physical good all the time. It always plays a role because God, faith in Christ will give us peace in our spirit. It will lead to health. It will lead to when you're living righteously in the light, walking in the light. Yes, the sea is parted on a lot of levels. If you haven't noticed, Christians still have to go through things in this world, okay? It's part of sanctification, and that's for God's good, too. So when it says good, it doesn't always mean everything's fine, rainbows and everything. That's not what that's saying. It's not a promise that we have a life, uh, like I said, the false apostate prosperity teachers will tell you that they'll twist verses and say, oh, we're going to have, uh, everything's going to be riches, in this world, in this world. Okay, that's not biblical. So watch out if that's what you're hearing from people. Now, God knows the beginning from the ending, knows the ending from the beginning, as I said. In Isaiah 46, 
9 and 10. Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done. Saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. God's counsel is going to stand. God knows the ending from the beginning. It means before the show starts. Before somebody wrote a book, God knew what was going to be in that book. There's no plot twists for God. When your governor or your some person, you know, throws a new mandate or through, tries to do some new wicked thing, none of that surprises God. When a volcano erupts, it doesn't surprise God. Do you get the point? All of these things that are coming to pass on the earth, all of these things that are setting up world governments, it doesn't surprise God. And it shouldn't surprise us because we have the whole book. We have the whole, the Holy Bible, the entire Holy Bible, and we're, we're told these things are going to come to pass. Now, there's debate about if we're really here, we're really there. We're not sure a lot of it, but we're sure of one thing. God is in control and Jesus is coming back. He's coming back sooner today than it was yesterday. We're one day closer every day. And right now, I told my kids this a few weeks ago, I was thinking, which I sometimes do, pondering, praying. And I said, every second that we're alive, every day, but every, literally every second that we're alive right now, we are the closest to Jesus Christ coming back than that anyone has ever been since he ascended into heaven. Every moment that goes by, we're on the edge of eternity. Every minute that goes by, we are closer than anyone who's ever lived to the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is amazing to think about. And it's also a responsibility. We're called to share the gospel. Good works will come of our salvation in Christ, those of us that are saved, which are all a result of God's glory. He gets all the glory for good works. Amen. But those works are a result of our faith in Christ. And our main goal, our main calling, our main assignment, our mission, if you will, is to preach the gospel to all creatures, to go into all nations and preach the gospel. That's why I love going on the radio and on the internet. I never know who's going to hear this. Praise God. And God has allowed all this to be in the end times. It's part of his plan to fulfill that calling. I don't have to get on a ship or walk thousands of miles like the Apostle Paul did. Maybe I will someday. I don't know. God hasn't told me that. But I don't have to do that to reach people in England, in Africa, here, there, everywhere. Praise God. This is a very short window of time because this is not going to go on forever. Un, uh, you know, sorry, Satan, your little kingdom is not going to go on forever. Your little technology, your little, you think you're going to have eternal life with stick somebody's uh, mind into a robot and keep living like what Rockefeller wanted to do. Sorry, not going to happen. The devil and his minions and the world are going down. 
Jesus Christ will rule and reign for a thousand years when he comes back. And then they're all going to be cast into the lake of fire at the end of that. But God knows the beginning from the ending and the ending from the beginning. Amen. So what I wanted to bring that out today is just to encourage everyone. He's here to help us. He knows that we're going through this. And he knew who would be alive during this time and what they would do. And he's with us. Amen. Psalm 91, 15 says, this is speaking of believers, the righteous, those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. John 12, 26, Jesus said, if any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. See, God is going to honor our faith. You know, there's a situation going on right now with some believers that I know who are being tested. They have to apply for religious exemption for in order to have a job without being jabbed. A no-jab job. <laughs> And some people who are trying to apply for a religious exemption right now that they're kind of shady. They don't they never really they're not believers. They're just throwing it out there because it's their last chance. But then there's some believers that I know. They have been a shining light in their workplace for many years. They have shared the gospel and had people try to tell them they can't. And then they go and they look up and find out in their rights in the Constitution and bring it back and say, you know what, I am supposed to share the gospel. You can't tell me not to do that. In certain circumstances, in certain situations, there is a First Amendment right, and they get it upheld. So that's on their record. It's on their record that they're a born-again Christian. Praise God. So that's good fruit. So that's on their record. Nobody can go back and say, hey, you want this exemption, but you, I don't know, you you, don't, you never talked about Jesus. You never did this, you never did. There's people who have literally hated it at their workplace because of their faith for, for years upon years by certain, by different people. Everybody knows, in other words, that that person is a born-again Christian. Praise God, even if things result in them not being able to keep that job, their testimony is secured. They can walk away with a clean conscience. And God gets the glory because their convictions remain firm and strong and grounded and rooted in Jesus Christ. Amen. Our safety, our health, our life is in Christ, not in the world. Praise God. Okay, praise the Lord. That's it then. That means God knew the ending from the beginning. It was that person's time. They're going to go on. God will have something else to provide for them. God will honor that. He is with us. Isaiah 46, 4 says, And even to your old age I am he, and even to whore hairs will I carry you. H-O-A-R. It means white hairs, old age. I have made and I will bear, and even I will carry and will deliver you. God himself 
is our advocate. The Lord Jesus Christ is our advocate in heaven with the Father, even against the devil himself. All these minions, all these fools' plans, don't let it burden you. Let it be a lesson of how wicked this world is, of how fallen this world is, and how we're here for such a short time as this. We're here for such a time as this to stand up to this evil. I'm not telling you don't ignore it and lay down and go along with everything. I'm just saying, yes, this is a battle between good and evil. Let it be a lesson. These people need the Lord. They need to hear the gospel. We're supposed to love our enemies. We have to bring them the truth. We can't hold a grudge and, and hate those that are doing these things. This is all going to be done before we know it. Jesus Christ is coming back soon, whether it's in our lifetime or not. I'm not claiming the dates. I know one thing. If you haven't heard the show I did about the fig tree generation, go back and find that and listen to it. The context of that show is going to keep getting more and more and more juicy the closer we get into all this nonsense that's going on. Because I'm, I, I believe what I was shown in that show is right. Israel was reformed in whatever manner you want to say, oh, it's not really Israel, it's this and that. It's the nation of Israel. <laughs> there are Jews there. It's the Holy Land. It's the land that Jesus Christ is going to return to, set up his throne. That nation was reborn in 1948. That was So that was 73 years ago, okay? Psalm 90, verse 10 says, The days of our years are threescore and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Okay, that's talking about the generation being close to between 70 and 80. We're at 73 years since the creation of Israel. Jesus Christ said, Now learn the parable of the fig tree, when his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when you shall see all these things, ye know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. This is talking about the generation that sees the fig tree bud. He's talking about the rebirth of Israel. Many Bible teachers and scholars believe that. I see reason to believe that. He wasn't talking to the people that were in front of him because they did not see him come back. A few of them saw him on the Mount of Transfiguration. But what Jesus Christ is prophesying here seems to be end times, his final return. He's talking about the end of the world in context, not his current, not the, the, the present time that he was in, okay? So it's context is important. 73 years has gone by since Israel was reborn. So there's seven years left to, to get closer to 80. And where does that put us? Closer to, right now we happen to be in this time period between Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. 
the devil's big agenda, right? I mean, one world government, one world digital currency coming that's going to be linked to something they inject in your body you can't buy or sell with. I mean, nothing to see here. I mean, I guess it's feasible that it, their agenda could fall apart and things could go on for another hundred years if you don't believe in these prophecies about Israel. But I just happen to believe, because I'm watching the signs. Jesus said to watch and pray. I'm watching. All this happens to just be playing out at the exact same time. We're nearing the end of this generation. The people that were alive when Israel was reborn, they're not going to live, all of them, to be 100. And now we have them being wiped out by COVID and the vaccine and all this stuff. They're literally being hunted down and killed, the elderly generation especially in Israel and here. Wake up. So yeah, this time is narrowing. And God is in control. God is not surprised. That's why I'm trying to get you to see it. All these things are working together for good. It's his good. His good is that Jesus Christ is coming back to re receive unto himself a spotless bride, and to receive the glory and honor which is due unto his name. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. His plans will be fulfilled. Amen. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, I plead and beg with you, turn to him and ask him to reveal himself to you. Your time is not guaranteed. People, you need to get right with God. Go to him and ask him to forgive you of, of your sins, please. And brothers and sisters in Christ, those of you who are saved, rejoice. Rejoice. Amen. Our redemption draweth nigh. Praise the Lord in heaven. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. I hope you tune in again next time. Be strong in the Lord. Amen. Love you all. Bye-bye. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Most of you know that I love great coffee. Recently, I made a discovery right here in my hometown of Rome, New York. Broaster's Coffee Company, specializing in single-origin, organic, fair-trade, small-batch coffee. My favorite dark roast is the Nicaraguan. When you use the promo code TRUTH, you will receive 10% off your online purchase at thebroasters.com. T-H-E-B-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Broasters Coffee Company. Hashtag Roasted in Rome. KJV Prepper Christian Apparel and Gear brings the eternal living light of truth into this fallen world of sin. Christian t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and gospel tracks are planting seeds of truth and love. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. KJVPrepper.com Christian Apparel Worn to Worn Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? 
They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments. Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.